Welcome back to Tax and Wasted by the Australian Taxpayers Alliance. Thank you very much for joining us. You'll notice that we're publishing this on Wednesday as opposed to Tuesday. That's going to be the regular release date from now on. But if you want early access to the podcast, please make sure to go to our website, taxpayers.org.au, subscribe, and you'll get early access on Monday. Uh, we have some interesting stories to go through. But the first that I want to, and this is less of a story and more of a trend, which is a lot of places across Australia, a lot of councils and governments, are freezing rates on citizens to make sure that the uh, economic crisis is less burdensome, right? So people are trying to, you know, to recover after their shops have been closed or they lost their job or whatever happened. And governments and councils are saying, well, what we're going to do is we're going to stop increasing rates on our citizens. And that's a good step. I, I'm, I'm happy that this is happening. But one thing that I think is, is interesting to notice is that governments recognize that raising rates on citizens is a burden to their ability to make money. It's a burden to the economy. Look at what, government, what the government is doing all around the world, what governments are doing all around the world, which is cutting taxes, cutting regulation, making it easier for people to make money in response to an economic crisis. And the reason that's an important point to note is because if governments are aware that higher taxes and higher regulations burden people's ability to make money and burdens the economy's ability to grow, then why aren't we just cutting taxes and regulation across the board? It seems the case that the government is already aware that if you have taxes on businesses, if you have taxes on individuals, if you overburden them, they're not going to make as much money. The economy isn't going to grow as much. People are going to hire less. And yet, it takes an economic crisis for them to release these burdens. Seems like, a, seems like an odd thing. I mean, I'm happy that it's happening, but ultimately, it would be great if this would be adopted as general policy. I think we can all agree on that. Um, speaking on thing, about things that we can all agree on, the UK and the EU, uh, sorry, the UK and Australia, the EU, uh, have announced that they're beginning talks to enter into a free trade agreement which is great, it's fantastic, it's long overdue, and um, I, honestly, I don't even know what took so long. It's, it, seems, it seems incredible, really, that considering that we're part of the Commonwealth, considering that we celebrate the, the Queen's birthday, uh, considering, I mean, all of these things that, that we're basically uh, so similar on, that we hadn't been trading freely with, with, the, with the UK up until now. So this is a really good thing. This is a step that we here at the Australian Taxpayers Alliance uh, are definitely celebrating. And this is a process of diversification for both countries. So obviously the UK left the EU uh, recently, which is obviously wonderful. Uh, but one of the things that happened is that the UK was very reliant on the EU. Here in Australia, we have a similar problem. We're incredibly reliant on trade with China. And we should be diversifying. So this is all part of a process of diversification that ultimately is going to be really, really good for both countries. Uh, Australia should be pursuing more uh, free trading partners. And honestly, there's a, we haven't seen what the, uh, what the free trade agreement is going to entail. Uh, it, I think it's going to be implemented somewhere around 2021. But the talks are happening. Seems like this is going to become a reality. And we're really happy about that. Uh, 
we're going to go into one of my favorite stories of the year. This is really something fantastic. Uh, the government has taken a step in education that really just has all of us here at the ATA grinning from ear to ear. So we all know that uh, the economy obviously is not doing well. Youth unemployment has skyrocketed as a result of the COVID crisis. And so the government noticed something has to be done here to, to help young people. And so what happened? They're saying, we're going to focus on the educational degree, like the degrees in university that actually have potential to make you money. So all of those really good degrees, uh, degrees that have to do with mathematics, statistics, engineering, uh, just technical degrees, those are going to get cheaper. And then useless degrees in humanity, I don't want to say useless, there's some things that, you know, history is fantastic, but arts, things, you know, th things that are just, you know, a feminist theory, all those things are going to nearly double in price. And that is absolutely fantastic for a couple of reasons. One, we know that basic incentives really help draw people in certain directions at mass. So before, perhaps if, if you had the ability to go into mathematics or into you know, underwater feminist dance theory, uh, you know, if, if you're interested in the latter, you would, you would have taken that option. But if now the useless humanities course that you're engaged in, that, that you're interested in, is twice as expensive as going into, uh, going into mathematics, well, maybe you'll opt for mathematics instead. And that actually has a potential to make you a significant amount of money. You'll actually learn something that's going to be useful for your life. And I mean, I, I, we're, we're thrilled. We definitely want a more educated uh, group of people in, in Australia. I think the youth definitely uh, have a lot to gain from a good education. Uh, but right now, so many, so many kids uh, across Australia, across the world really, have been fooled into the false notion that if you go to university, regardless of what you study, you'll end up having more money in your pocket. You'll end up having a more fruitful career, which is obviously not the case. Instead, they're spending tons of money getting themselves into gargantuan amounts of debt uh, just to be talked to to a bunch of communists, essentially, a bunch of ideologues who are filling their minds with things that are completely, completely wrong, uh, points of view that are just harmful to them and harmful to the society. And now there's a disincentive. There's going to be a disincentive from young people uh, in, in terms of entering that, th th those degrees. And we couldn't be happier. We think this is fantastic for the love of God. Anyone who, is, who has not yet entered uni and is considering it, go into something that's going to make you money. Go into something where you're actually going to learn something, where you're going to be able to enter a sector of the economy that actually has the funds to pay you a good salary. That's definitely what you should do. Or study history, because that's, uh, that's just good for you. Finally, this is a story that, uh, that we had a lot of fun with, and uh, we actually managed to get a word into a big uh, news outlet that uh, just made us really very, very happy. So this, this council, and I always have trouble pronouncing this, so I'm going to take a second to pronounce this properly, the Bell Renald Shire Council. I think that's how it's pronounced. Emily, is that how it's pronounced? Bernald, the Bernald uh, Council, Shire Council, yeah. <laughs> we have our policy director here in the room with us. Um, has passed just an insane tax. It's, it's really one of those things that we, we, we actually thought, and this is, this is not us being pedantic, 
we legitimately thought when we saw this, that it was satire, that it was double bait today. They passed a toilet tax. Let me repeat, in case, yes, you heard correctly. This council passed a toilet tax, which means businesses that have more than two toilets now have to give the government $100 for every toilet they have in excess of two. So obviously, this is a bad thing. I mean, just on the face of it, it's, it's almost ridiculous that I have to explain that this is a bad tax. But, but let's go through it a little bit. What type of establishment, what type of business would have more than two toilets? Probably just hospitality, right? So here's what's happening. This council said, well, the reason that we're putting this toilet tax in place is because big hotels and big establishments that have all these toilets are actually burdening the sewage system more than just you know, people in their homes or offices or whatever. Okay, that's obviously bullcrap. It's obviously bullcrap, which is why when uh, our policy director, Emily Dye, put out a press release that called this, uh, <laughs> this tax a piece of, you know, I'll just beep it out and I'll say it, a piece of shit, uh, several outlets, including Yahoo Finance, quoted her. And they quoted the, 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 the word, which we are just so happy about. Obviously, this tax is not a legitimate tax. This tax is one that isn't meant to assist in helping the sewage system from being overwhelmed or something, not that I think it even was, but it's just a money grab. And worse than just a money grab, it's a money grab from an industry that is completely devastated at the moment. Hospitality is particularly, particularly uh, hotels have been completely devastated by COVID-19. People can't travel. There's no reason for anyone to stay in a hotel right now. And, and this council, in this moment in time, when these businesses are still struggling just to stay afloat, let, let alone recover, they decide that they're going to put this enormous tax on them just because they want their money. It's really ridiculous. As Emily said, it's really shitty. And uh, ho hopefully, hopefully something, something will happen to get this repealed. This is obviously... Uh, not, not a good time for the tax. It never would be, but considering the state of, of hospitality right now, uh, it's, it's the worst time for it. And hopefully, I mean, we can just hope that, uh, that enough people will voice their concern, concern over this that it gets repealed. And I think that that's all for today. Uh, we really want to thank you for joining us on Taxed and Wasted. We're going to see you next week on Wednesday, but if you want early access to the podcast, don't forget to go to our website, taxpayers.org.au, subscribe, and you'll get early access. Also, if you haven't already, please subscribe on Stitcher, on iTunes, on Spotify, really wherever you get your podcasts. Search for Taxed and Wasted, and you'll get the podcast. Also, please follow us on YouTube and on Facebook to get the video version of the podcast. This has been Taxed and Wasted by the Australian Taxpayers Alliance. We'll see you next time. Okay, dokily. Smokely.